Hey people, we back. It's the threesome. It's me, Mr. Magic, uh, Mr. Izzy, Izzy, Izzy in the friend zone. And it's like, look, if I pre-approve your girl's nudes before you get them, we're all working as a team. Let's be an ecosystem. This here is your girl store. One good uh, grocery store delivery service away from being a hermit. What's good? Hi, this is Star. Uh, soon to be empty nester, photojournalist, all around explorer of the world. Welcome to the threesome. We back, bitches. So, um, let's get right into the topics this week. Star, what you got for us? So, my topic is great storytelling. I happen to be run across Soul Food, the movie, on some streaming whatever whatever so anyway i sat up and i watched it and hadn't seen it probably since maybe not long after it had come out and even though i don't know if it won any awards i doubt it um (laughs) but it wasn't the greatest movie ever however it was great or it is great storytelling i don't believe that they could have picked a better cast for the majority of the actors in there Um, And I love how the story was told from the perspective of the child. Because in most families, the child's perspective and how they feel and how they take in things is quite often overlooked. So I thought that that was very um, interesting and I won't say unique because I'm sure it's been done before. But it was just interesting and a nice twist on storytelling. Can I be the hater? What'd you say? Yeah. So can I be the hater? (laughs) No, I don't hate the movie. I actually love the movie. It was cool. I drank a lot back then. I don't remember vivid details, but wasn't it basically like, wasn't it Big Mama in the movie they were calling the grandmother? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they were Southern. So yeah, Big Mama gets to her upper age, you know, diabetes kicks in, blackness. And she ends up dying of that. And to celebrate, these people go back and eat the same shit every week. Not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Not Um, exactly. But other than that, it was a great story. But and very realistic. I think we all have characters in that movie that we can directly attribute to different family members. Like that's just like uncle or cousin so and so. For sure, except for the pastor. And a highly like, slept on. Soundtrack. No black family I know would have let that pastor uh, be hanging around. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I, I seen it <laughs> a lot about that movie. Well, okay, I re- I remember more than you do. Apparently, magic. <laughs> I remember the basic you know, premise of the story. I remember the bougie aunt. Vanessa um, Williams. Vanessa Williams, mm. right? Um, the junkie chick, the fresh out of jail. Yeah. Yeah, with the cousin. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, I could call out family members, but, you know, they might hear this. You know, my family has been, I gotta say, not as messy as one would think. Although... Because y'all had voodoo. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was only voodoo on one side of my family. And, and it was hoodoo, first of all. But it was only one side of my family. But um, just so you know, another great story. Soul food, Mr. Magic. So yeah, you know, she passed away and, you know, they went back to cooking or whatever. But the premise, what I gathered out of it 
Um, what mm-hmm. I gathered out of it was the importance of family and yeah, family can be messy, but you know, forgiveness and you know how together. you walk around. Yeah, working together and then how, you know, like bitterness can also like bitterness and jealousy can also like tear families apart, you know, tear individuals and families apart. So that's just what I gathered out of the movie well, besides. And I think that was the point of it, but you know, can I just say that that's kind of some bullshit also because <laughs> tell them why you mad son <laughs> I mean yeah I mean your family is your family and you know you only get one and you should try to love your family and all that but you can't love all your family I mean cause no you can love is... all your family no, you yeah. just don't have yeah, to fuck with all of them you, you just can't you, yeah, you can't you can't really yeah. have relationships like deep meaningful no. relationships no. with all of them if my cousin is fucking my husband, I don't love her. I don't love that hoe. I'm sorry. I'm not going to bump into her at the family reunion. You just got to go to I, the other side of the picnic. I, but you know how many people I bump into that I don't love? I mean, that right there is a, a different story because that's different than... You know, oh, she stole my boyfriend when I was 16. This bitch is treacherous. That's like, what I'm saying. Um, That's what I'm saying. So there's, there's, so there's, there's a difference between the treachery that goes on I, sometimes I agree. in But this business about, well, you got to deal with them because they're family. No, I don't. Well, no. And I, you know what? I don't even really hear a lot of family, like family members and like people say that like anymore except for for whatever reason when it comes down to treacherous ass parents you know they feel like because the kids should just whatever whatever and the parents were treacherous and it's like dude they're they're human well i think there's this prevailing i think there's this prevailing view that you owe your parents <laughs> something because they brought you into this world. Well, there's this or... prevailing feeling with most people that you owe your parents because yeah, they brought you that's into what I'm this saying. world. And or, you know, they brought you into the world and or they raised you. My child don't owe me nothing. I don't necessarily feel as if my child owes me anything. But respect. I will say that's this. All. But respect. If I were in some sort of dire situation and my child did not help me i would definitely feel betrayed so i guess in that sense you do kind of feel like your kids owe you a little bit but not to the extent of where they have to be these loyal slaves to your every whim and call for the rest of their lives um just until they move out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, and, and even after, because here was the thing, you know, I was raised by my grandmother, God rest her soul, and my my mother to a much lesser degree, they got up in age, and even my mom now, they, they felt like whatever they needed, I should drop, stop, drop, and roll, and there was this, this feeling like they were angry, or that they well, more specifically, like my grandmother, it would here here would come the guilt trips, you right. know, and and things like that. And 
Like they were entitled to your time. Like you should put everything like they down. were entitled to all of my free time and then some. You know, yeah. I don't answer don't the phone. You calling me at work? Like what? Wait, we ran out of toilet paper. I went to the store yesterday. You didn't know you had toilet. It was just. It was a crazy situation, but you know, it just depends on. I suppose the person. It depends on the person. That's common in old people. Well. Old black people, old white people. Uh, I mean, they let their kids run crazy. It is. I mean, you know, at the same time, I don't know. I just don't subscribe to that. Take care of me because you want to, not because I'm guilt tripping you into it. And I don't know. My grandparents nice never had theory. to do that. That's nice uh-huh. in theory. That's a very nice in theory. And the thing with me was, I had to check myself because. There was a part of me that felt like because my grandmother dedicated so much of her life to raising me and she, you know, my mom wanted to put me up for an adoption. She stopped it. So I felt like there was some unconscious feeling of, you know, I owe her, although I did the majority out of it because of it because I loved her and I didn't want her out here driving and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. There were times that it was just totally stressful. And it was like, you see, you stressing me out, but it's like, oh, but I still need this. And yeah. And Magic, you you were saying about your grandparents. Hmm? Magic was saying about his grandparents. They never, they never needed that. Nah, it was, I don't know. Well, I was the weird kid that always hung around like my grandparents and their friends and cousins and shit. I'm like, no, one day I'm going to be 70 fucking something and I ain't going to be able to run up and grab something as easily. So nah, I'll go get it. Right. Well, right. I I don't think that's what, what, what Star is talking about as far as demands. You know, Star, you're talking about, because from what I remember... Like, you would be on one side of town, and your grandma would be on the other side of town, and you would be in the middle of something, and your grandma would call you and tell you that she needed you to get something like now. You know what I mean? And because my grandmother, you know, God bless her, she was one of them, I want you to move when I say move, people. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it would just be like, sometimes I couldn't, and... It, 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 right. You know, some some of it was my inability to tell her no as well. You know, like right, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I will tell you this: um, before my mom passed away, I have a lot of feelings about that because I didn't find out until after she had passed away, or at least when she was in the hospital. You know, um, about to pass away all of the things that were, had been going on with her because nobody bothered to tell me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I felt a little bit angry, I guess, was, was the best way to put it. Like nobody had me in the loop because <laughs> I kind of felt like that maybe I could have done something about it earlier Whereas the boy child, because, you know, we're great um, trash anyway, uh, (laughs) because the boy child didn't think it was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, like there were certain red flags that the boy child never even to be fair. I think some of that is that the boy child is kind of a wuss, even though 
you know, he's the elder <laughs> of the two of us. It's kind of a wuss, um, especially when it came to, you know, uh, my, my, my mom being sick. That was, it was too much for him. But that being said, which is why he should have picked up the phone and said something to me. You know what I mean? Because I probably more than likely would have just picked up and gone to see about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that didn't happen. And so, you know, can't Did go you back. Think maybe your mom didn't want him to say anything? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Because I used to talk to my mom almost daily and she never mentioned it. I'm not just saying it was all on him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying I was kept out of the loop. Mm-hmm. But at, at, a, at a certain point, both of my parents were really weird about that, telling us they were sick or struggling or whatever. It's a whole thing. <laughs> but, yeah, I but yeah. Um, you know, so it wasn't that I felt, I felt like I had to take care of my mom, but I absolutely would have gone to take care of my mom, you know, yeah. because, well for a lot of reasons, but mostly because, you know, I would not have trusted the boy child to do it. Understood. So back to soul okay. food. It also is incredibly convenient if you just run into a TV full of money, everybody starts getting along better. Bah. <laughs> Moving right along. So Magic, uh, you had an interesting topic. I believe it's men are from Mars, women are from Venus where they discuss the topic of the biggest problem between men and women is that men make their decisions based more on logic and women make their decisions more based on emotion. How Which true is, is the that? Thing. Well, you Which is are what? very, you're mad like a heartbroken dude most of the time. Mm. What? <laughs> you, I don't know who hurt you, but you are holding on to some shit. Okay, um, <laughs> I, I, I will accept that. <laughs> the difference being men working more on logic and women working more on emotions is once heartbroken, women can generally bounce back from it. I think once a man is truly heartbroken, he's definitely changed forever. Um, I, I, can, I can see that. I disagree. No, I disagree. I don't. <laughs> Well, I, I can only speak. I can only speak from personal experience, and yeah, there's no bouncing back. As what do you mean for women? Stated, you have a dude mind state. Well, no, I have a I learn <laughs> mind state. That's what that is. Yes, but you cannot base your opinions on a whole another gender based on the few you know or chose well, to deal I with. Well, I can I can base my opinions on them based on what they present to me and since they all pretty much present the same then yeah i can pretty much lump them all in together i disagree with that i believe that (laughs) i am in agreement with magic i think overall there are exceptions there are Mm -hmm. always exceptions to things but i think overall that once a man has truly had his heart broken it is very it is extremely difficult if not impossible for him to get into another relationship and openly love the same 
And with females, I mean, well, with mm-hmm. women, excuse me, I excuse the word females, with women. <laughs> it's okay. a scientific fact. <laughs> um, with women, I believe the majority of women, even though we may take a little bit longer to bounce back into the dating game, and there may be some hesitance about us, but we, the majority of us, will get into another relationship. And yes, but let's just say, just... wait, 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 wait. Now let's just say blindly love another person like maybe at one point we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we we don't necessarily hold that previous cat. I call it the previous cat game. Like music, yeah. soul, child, song. You, I, I call gotta, it the previous cat game. First of all, what you got a mouse in your pocket? We anyway. <laughs> what you what you just said was that once a man's heart is broken, he never loves the same way. Women don't love the same way either. Matter of fact, um, I think I don't watched a lot of women fall for the same shit over and over and over. They call those people crazy. There are a good number of women who a lot of people refer to myself included as you know might refer to as bitter but that is because we'll be forgetting that shit we'll forget you don't love the same way ever again you never love the same way ever again you well, just don't way, okay let's take the quick let's take the quotations off this the same way and maybe that was improper usage however it is easier for most women to get back into another relationship with someone once they feel secure and like they can trust that man, that they will openly love to a level that was close, if not above what okay. they may have loved someone else. Whereas Here's- men... Yeah. Here's what I'll Their say. Their guard about. is up forever. Most no, most of them. No, no, no. Women's guard is up forever too. But the thing about men is a, a lot of them aren't going to go into another relationship. They're just not. And that's because men always think that getting into a relationship is like some form of acquiescence. I don't know where that comes from, but that's just like a male thing to think that all women is that what you feel magic i think we're using the wrong verbiage the actual i think we're using the word love where the word trust should be used no 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 i was about to make a point (laughs) that that was the point i was gonna make so yes women will jump back into another relationship but then what happens that that's that's why you got that woman out here trying to track his cell phone and following him around yeah, trying to see none of that shit. and all that other nonsense because they actually never got over the dude before. <laughs> They're just doing Yeah, I'm not... I don't yeah. care. I, I, and I've been cheated on. I mean, I'm sure my heartbreaks aren't to the extent of, you know, a whole lot of others, but I've had my fair share of heartbreak and I refuse. If I get to the point where I feel like I got to Go checking through your your cell phone or your social Thank media you. or whatever. That's the point Thank we you. need to split up because exactly I can't like that. Right. If I if I get to the point where I don't feel like you're telling me the truth, then we're done. But you know, I'm quick. I'm quick on the trigger. 
<laughs> you know, and there's I, also I, I the fact that about most, Go ahead, Magic. Yeah, but there's usually the most jealous people are cheaters. So being that we all make the common That's mistake true. of thinking, okay, everybody <laughs> thinks like us. Usually, the shit you're getting accused of is the shit they're doing. There's that element, but the other element is that the the people who do that are very insecure. And the reason they're yeah, very insecure. I was going to say, yeah. They're either che- cheaters or insecure. Yes, mm-hmm. cheaters are insecure because they know, you know, that people are, are shady. Also, people who have been hurt, you know, are insecure in that a lot of times in that way. And that's the way that manifests itself. If I can control you, then I can make sure you won't hurt me, which is the stupidest thing ever. Stupidest thing ever. And never works. But for some Ever. reason, I think the biggest fucking solution is stop jumping from relationship to relationship till you get your own shit right in your head. I agree. <laughs> Listen, you'll you'll get no argument from me because but a lot of people but, just seek that validation. Back to insecurity. Something that's really, something that's really aggravating about our society <laughs> is that it tries to make you valuable based on whether or not you're part of a couple. You know what I mean? Or how many like, people like, find you fuckable. That too, but I mean, even outside of that, because there's a lower value even placed on that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> then there is. Jump through hoops to be it. Well, yes, but then when they get it, it, you know, again, it's a lower value placed on that than if you're part of a couple. I don't know. This society is like, oh, well, you know, who are you with? This is who so-and-so. I can't tell you how many times just random people in my life are trying to tell me who some random celebrity is dating as if I care. Yeah, <laughs> you that's know what I mean? Shit. Like, I'm like, why do I care? And especially now that I'm old, I don't even know half, who half these people are, so I really don't care. Why are you so invested in that, like I don't, because they don't have a life of their fucking own. I guess I've never understood fame. I got too much shit to figure out in my own life to be worried about who the fuck people I don't know and what they're doing. But it's so funny because, like, I don't even watch reality TV, but half the time I be up on what's going on because so many people have to tell me about it. I don't even know who these people are. I couldn't. I couldn't pick them up. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. But I know all of their business. Well, I only do that based on podcasts and. And Twitter. that's what I mean. Yeah, podcasts, but also you know certain people that I talk to. <clears throat> Star noser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't watch reality TV. I can't either. The only one I'll watch. Like, I watch, like, Married at First Sight. But those aren't celebrities. You know what I mean? That's just me. Like, the whole sociological aspect of that fascinates me. I'm believing marriage, so I couldn't do it. The one person on this uh, on this podcast that's married doesn't believe in marriage. Funny. Anyway. I told her that the day <laughs> of, but I firmly believe in divorce. So, give me wow. my time. You're a unicorn. You'll bounce back. Yeah, I'm perfectly content being single for the rest of my life. So, I'm half a century old, y'all. Whoop, whoop. No, no whoop, whoop. I don't say no applause. <laughs> like, I made it. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. To what, what, what magic? No beatbox? Happy birthday. I mean, I'm scared. Happy birthday to you. You were supposed to beatbox. I slowed it down for you. Ready? Come on, get it together. You ready? Okay. Well, that's okay. Oh, okay. You know, you can beatbox for me later. <laughs> anyway. Oh. So- <laughs> I'm sure our audience would be thoroughly entertained by that. And yeah, by by either one, by the way. Subscribe to the OnlyFans. (laughs) For $5 a month, you can have after show access. There you go. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) A couple things about being 50. I'm going to wax poetic on y'all. Yeah, um, you know, I found it really interesting that I'm 50. Like, I never imagined even being 30. Yes, I I, got that on my 40th birthday. Yeah, I I mean, I always thought that, like, I would die at 29 or something, you know? (laughs) Like, some tragedy would would befall me at 29. Like, I could never imagine myself being 30. And here I am, 50. And let me tell you what happens when you turn 50. People that you don't know got jokes. The day before my 50th birthday, I go out to the mailbox. I reach in, pull out the mail, and the AARP has sent me a membership packet. They waited till you got 50? I got mine at like 35 and was pissed. But anyway. I think I did get one at 35, and I was mad about it, and I threw it away. They were like, yeah, you're going to need this. I was very upset about that. Like, how presumptive of them. Like, I didn't feel like I was at AARP level yet. How presumptive of them to feel like that you might want to save money on your senior coffee at McDonald's? Well, first of all, I don't drink coffee. Very cheap car insurance. Well, I mean, I haven't looked. I honestly haven't looked into it. So I'm sure there are some great benefits. See, you're blocking your blood. I guess. Because I signed up for AARP at 40. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they dropped the age. They they dropped the age limit. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I'll sign up. But, you know, I was just like, how dare you calling me old and you don't even know me like that? Aw. Yeah, go in the house and take your Geritol. And- <laughs> right. Go in there and dye my gray hair. Miss Clara. We have a wonderful relationship. I think I'm going to turn my grays purple. Oh, Lord. If that ain't the most old lady uh, stuff to do, like the purple and the blue gray hair. Exactly. I'm going to. What is with women in gray hair? I'm I'm going to embrace it. Like it happens. Because depending on who you are, what the condition of your, what the condition of your gray is. Yeah, but how well are the same. No, no not all not. gray are the same. But it also depends on how well your face is aging. Because even if you don't have any necessarily wrinkles or very few, some people start to developing uh, the effects of gravity. So um, oh, the that the jowls, the um, saggy eyelids, you know, just other things that yeah. don't necessarily show up as wrinkles, but they start to kind of, you know, distort your face a little. So that gray hair, depending on what's going on with your face, 
can either be cool, like, oh, this is cool, because I still got a youthful thing going on in my face, or it can add 10 years to you. Oh, well, I don't care about any of that, honestly. <laughs> I do, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't care about looking older. Like, that. that's not my thing. I, I really so don't care. So why do you dye your gray? Oh, well, just to be doing something. I mean, I've had these grays for years. I mean, trust me, if I cared about it, I would have dyed them by now. I, you know, just to be. But you don't have really gray hair like that. I mean, I do. Yeah, I'm I do. Over here, one over here looking like Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> a big ass skunk, skunk, skunk patch in the middle of my head. And you know what? It's weird because people always tell me that I don't have much gray, but, and then I have to point it out to them and they're like, oh yeah, okay, I see it. And if you have to point it out to them, you don't have much gray. Next, well, next I mean, conversation. Because I don't even want to talk about that amen. with you. Like, oh, point, my temples are gray. I have literally, literally have a, a, a Pepe Le Pew patch in the middle of my damn head. I don't have to point shit out to anybody. It okay. shakes people's hands before I get close to them. Okay. It don't matter. I, I have great eyelashes. Like, like I have like a few. Now, I don't eyelashes. have that. I don't know. It's just I don't weird. have the catfish like, hair. The what? The catfish hairs. I don't know what that means. The under chin hairs. The oh, catfish oh, hairs. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh no, 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 no. I'm, I'm a. I I'm have a one. That's I'm it. a plucker. I gotta tell you. <laughs> no, I don't. Even, but, I have one. I pluck it. Two months later, it might make an appearance. That's that. Um, nah. I don't have gray eyelashes, thank God. Woo, woo, woo. Where's some wood at? Fake wood, yeah, got, whatever. Um, which don't bother me so much because if I no, really that cared would, about that, would piss me off. No, if First I cared about I'm my gray eyelashes, I mean, you know, just a little bit of mascara would, you know, fix that right up if I really gave a damn. But so, I don't. Um, let me tell you have, about this. I don't have any gray pubic hair. Okay, which is weird. so guys that I'm dating uh, or previously dated, I was 37. And a long time ago. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. So I'm about 37 and we're having our intimate moment and we're both really kind of like silly people. He's, you know, being a headologist, and then all of a sudden he peeks up and says, "Oh, ain't that cute?" I said, "What?" He was like, "You got a little salt down here mixed with the pepper." I immediately jumped up and was like, "What?" Like, ah! it was it was the most traumatic thing ever. And he was like, "Oh, I ain't nothing wrong with that." I was like, "Get." out like I was just so done like I was so done he was like are you serious I was like yes get the fuck out like are you sensitive about your gray pubic hair the first time you discover that you starting to get granny hooch is not the the celebratory moment I can't it's not romantic either hide that photos what are we doing here <laughs> so um that'll be uh the the highest tier <laughs> Okay, I will say this. That I know of. I don't have any great views, which is weird because most people I talk to say that that's the place that they started to go gray first. That wasn't for me, but, and even now, they got, and I don't even understand it because <laughs> we grown. The only place that there's even a little hint of salt 
is indoors. <laughs> I don't understand that, but as long as it hides well until I can get rid of it, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. But no, I, I I thought that too because my temples had started turning gray probably like in my late 30s and that skull uh-huh. patch the first started appeared in my late 30s. So I thought that was going to be my doom. I was like, I'm about to have Granny Hooch. Who's gonna mess with? We wanna mess with Granny Hooch. You'd be but, surprised. Yeah, I figured that out. But yeah, I think once you're actually naked, you know, I was gonna cares. say one. The one redeeming fact factor about men is that they pretty much down for anything. And you know what? I couldn't be a man. We have I could. One redeeming factor, which is hard I could not be a man because Granny Hooch would probably turn me all the way off. There are more important things to focus on, healthy posture. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't think that would bother me. Um, yeah, I think it would. That's I don't think me. it would bother me as much as. Uh, Wouldn't lose an inch. Yeah, and I'll that's bad it. because I'm a woman. One day we'll have Granny Hooch, but. The one redeeming factor in a granny hooch, though, is the more granny your hooch gets, the majority of the time it also has a tendency to thin out. So you don't have necessarily granny, granny like an Afro puff granny hooch. You um, don't, you know, well, it, I mean, it thins this, this out, probably, it goes away. It's probably TMI, but I'm not, you know, I'm not an Afro puff kind of girl anyway. I'm not anymore, but when I was younger, I had yeah, that thing under control. Some hormones <laughs> was yeah. terrible. Like it's nature's dental floss. Take care of a man's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way, cause <laughs> I don't argue with Mother Nature. She wins. Well, yeah. Although there's nothing more. Nothing more disgusting, and maybe I'm just like picky picky after he done, you know, done his his headology job, and you know, even after he's brushed his teeth, and then you go kiss him, and it's like, wait a minute, is that a hair? Oh my goodness! Stop that! <laughs> Stop I'm just that. saying. Come on now, like we being real on the show, and it mm-hmm. has happened to not just me. Hmm. <laughs> wait, 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 and this is. Just how my brain works. You don't taste yourself? Do I? No. No. Lord, I got to stay out of Detroit. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. That's, that's weird to me. Uh-huh. Oh. Do you no. taste yourself? Right. No. Okay, then. That's disgusting. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, the um, pre-cum doesn't count. <laughs> Wait, uh-uh, uh We're not even about to skip past that. <laughs> I be skipping past stuff with him because <laughs> we do not stop. Pre cum doesn't count. Doesn't no, count for not. what? Snowballing. What the hell is a well, snowballing? First of all, Jesus first of am all, I the biggest perfume? Snowballing <laughs> is disgusting. Like who would do? Who would do that? Um, Dwight. I mean, I'm like to swallow or spit. You, you don't. Ugh. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to take a break. Me and Star gotta figure out some curve shit real quick. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I'm on Google. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful scene from a movie called um, Clerks. Watch it one day. She gonna tell you. Ugh. I mean, snowballing is fucking Where's gross. <laughs> Pre cum does not count. Yeah, it's gross. 
I mean, it's not like you keep it in your... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that made my chest hurt. Okay. (laughs) You all right? We need to call an ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) You you have to see traumatized star. That's fucking hilarious. How dare you? I didn't make up the word. <laughs> no one was accusing you. I can't traumatize somebody off it, of what I assumed uh, was it, well-known it, information. <laughs> it's not the word that's gross. It's the concept. I'm fully with you. So we're all in agreement <laughs> that that is gross. Although, yeah. you know, I'm, yes. not, I'm not out here kink-shaming anyone. So, if you know, grown people enjoy not that. to each day own. Or power to them. Exactly. But, yeah, that, that will not be me. You okay? Give me a second. <laughs> Need some water. <laughs> the definition I looked up had a picture. Good Lord. You all right, Star? Yeah. You good? You okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why that would ever be a thing. Like I really don't. But again, I mean, some people it's just nasty. Shit. Well, I yeah. I mean, hey, I'm sure there are things I do that people think are nasty. That sounded like an invitation. Um, <laughs> no, it um. didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. I fear nothing. But you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm sure that there is that you know. I mean, there are varying degrees of exploration that people will go through. And, you know, I guess there are some things that I'll do that. I mean, they're very, very serious. You're doing a lot of stammering. (laughs) Yes, I do. I don't want to come across as judgmental because I'm not. Like, I, I, I really fully believe that whatever two grown people do, yeah, that's their business. That's their business, and, you know, more power to them. If they like it, good for them. But I'm just saying okay. there, there are a lot of things that where I draw the line, where I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> that will never be the, the that will never be the girl. Okay, so while we're on that subject, what's off limits? Snowballing. Thank you. And, no, and, and, and in any kind of... um bodily fluid intentionally being injected out of you on to me other than steaming like um, you um, or spit? that yeah don't fucking spit on me that's not cute like how yeah. is that attractive yeah um, either. like that 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 doesn't i mean there's a difference between you moistening your fingers you know yeah. whatever whatever and actual fucking spitting on somebody like gross saliva is one Um, thing spit is something completely the level of passionate behind your words so cute (laughs) i don't even know first of all you have to understand who like you have to understand a piece of who i am like i am extremely visual person like when i read the definition before i saw before i scrolled down and saw the fucking picture i had the picture (laughs) in my head and like literally, my stomach started doing fucking flip flops. Um, <laughs> I can't get that picture out my fucking head. I need to go watch Bug Bunny or something. Shit. Um, okay, can I, can I point out that this is why you don't go down these roads with magic? Okay. I so. mean, 
the, you I'm, know, knowledge is cool, but you know. I'm still okay. So your don't do list is that simple? My don't do um, list. I was letting her finish hers. No urinating, no defecating, no spitting. Yeah, that's all bodily fluids. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. None of that. Um, I have <laughs> like an actual physical issue, so it's not me being a prude, but anal is out the question. Okay. Um, well, I'm a prude because it's out the question. Let her finish. <laughs> oh well, go ahead. I am a pretty regular person. So if I were to get into the, the anal thing, if I could, okay, it wouldn't be anywhere near around the time my irregularity strike. That would be like a whole different sensation. Probably much better for the male than the female, but you never know what you gain pleasure out of until you try it. Um, I know I I know women who love it, swear by yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, especially I depending me, on the size of the guy. Like no, if I don't know. I, I'm just telling you. I know women who tell me all the time, oh, you're missing out. You don't know what you're missing. And you know what? They are correct. I do not know and I will never know. I I can but you know what the thing is, is I I can see that. I can I can I can see that for because of like the nerve endings, the nerve mm-hmm. endings that are in your, you know, your rectum, whatever, whatever. So, I can see that. Okay. Yeah. For yeah, so I can see people saying that and enjoying that. I mean, absolutely. again, absolutely. And like I said, again, more power to them. Won't be me. So okay, so those are that is again because not because I'm approved. It's really just literally because I cannot. Um, I'm approved. <laughs> pretty much uh, anything else, um, unless there's something else that folks do that I don't know shit about. That's like totally gross. Oh, there's uh, plenty of things. <laughs> folks do I mean, I'm pretty know. sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but you know, I'm not off. I, I, there's not a lot that's off the table for me, unless it's just flat the fuck out disgusting. Okay, okay. respectable list. Like, there's a difference between kinky, like, there's some things that I believe that I would, that I do or have yeah. done that people would be like, oh, how the fuck you do that? You know, like, whatever, whatever. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not what you think, but whatever. Um, So I guess yes. everybody's level of disgusting is different, obviously. I like the incessant questions afterwards either. Or during. You don't. The incessant questions like whose is this and all that other yeah. shit? Yes, it's mine. <laughs> Why are you asking me dumbass questions? Like, don't do that. But you know. listen, if you're doing what the hell you're supposed to do and you are in tune, if you are a man that's in tune to a woman's body, that's not even a fucking question that you have to ask. That is the point. Why are you even, asking me even, even though it it belongs to me, it's not like I can take it off and give it to you and you pack it up and take it home. But you temporarily got that bitch on loan. Hey. But, but my point is, if you ever ask me that question, the answer is always going to be it's mine. I don't like the level of aggression you said it's mine with, but okay. Yes. <laughs> You're making sense. Dumbass question. You know, designed to stroke a man's ego. Stop it. You know, yeah, that can't help the situation any. What? Listen, 
if if you if you're if you're doing what you're supposed to do, know that you're doing what you're supposed to do. You don't you don't have to ask me for validation. No, that's little kid shit. But okay, no anal, no dumbass questions. No dumbass questions, <laughs> exactly. But wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Well, though, well, though. So you don't believe in validation of any kind? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. I'm validating you in the moment, but I ain't got to tell you. Like, you don't have to ask me. If you have to ask, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. And to keep it a buck, y'all gonna volunteer Cliff Notes anyway. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. There's context all around you. Please explain. What are your Cliff Notes? What What do you think Cliff Notes... Like, if you're doing something extremely right or something extremely wrong, a woman is going to tell you. Yeah, in, yeah, in some way or another. Yes. You will find yeah, out. It's yeah, that's not what I was asking reactions. for, but okay. I got it. I'm that's sorry. It for you? I abused myself. I was about to say, you you, you may be, know you're doing something wrong, you know, when you feel, you know, the impact of my, of my heel on your teeth. You know, that might be a clue. Damn. <laughs> I just can't even suck toes in peace no more. Lord. Now, I will not say that that's a hard pass for me. Like, it doesn't bother me, but it does nothing for me. It's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's weird. Oh, that shit, hey. I mean, listen, there are a lot of people who, who love that sensation. Listen, there's a lot of people anyway. who love that sensation, but that just, it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, that's a pretty short list. Oh, well. This has been another episode of The Threesome. Thank you for participating and listening. If you like it, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell a hoe. If you don't, tell everybody you know. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.